Good morning once again. Harry Bo here. Morning monologue. And I'm waking up this morning. Um, and I'm feeling into a theme for this talk today around kind of the, the pressure to be feeling useful to to do something I'm like what am I doing and so you know um, one thing I'll share is that while I'm here in Guatemala I'm going to be entering into some different ceremonies and for me what what a ceremony means is something that really begins with an intention and going into the ceremony to work with that intention and hopefully accelerate the process of actualizing that intention in the world. And as, a, as you are tuning into this podcast, what I'm thinking about a lot is what I want to do with my life, what is really going to be my day-to-day existence what am I really going to give my energy to that'll feel meaningful and, and rich? And going into one of these ceremonies coming up in a few days, it's been recommended that we have very clear intentions. And so I began thinking, okay, maybe this will be an opportunity to become crystal clear on my life path, my career. And as I've been reflecting, I've been realizing that I actually already feel very clear on this. And what is coming up for me is actually that I need to, there are a few internal personal dynamics that I need to work on in order to be the kind of person that can live up to such a vision that I have created for myself or that I have received. Um, I think it's worth saying that the path that seems to be laying out in front of me that I'm intending to walk is one in which I serve as sort of an educator for people across the age span, from young kids to older adults, to people in recovery, to people getting out of prison. Um, And I do feel called to work in cities right now at this time in my life. And the kind of work that I'm intending to do with these people is work in facilitating um, self-understanding and facilitating uh, facilitating like profound educational experiences that leave a person or that that encourage a person and inspire a person to feel more connected to themselves and more connected to others. And also just to enjoy that time. Um, So I know it's, I'm describing it and it's kind of vague, but um, if I was to put a title to such a position, like perhaps it would be like a program director at a community center where I could just be designing all different kinds of programs, after school programs for kids, daily exercise programs for older adults, um, different drop-in sessions for people to just come in and open up and talk and share about what's going on in their lives. 
So something along those lines. And in order to be the best person for that kind of job, I, I need to be someone who is in deep understanding of my own self. Um, and I need to be able to fully connect with people. And of course, that's an ongoing process. But I'm realizing that is what is a big intention behind this traveling journey. And I'm reminded of a quote from a great thinker that I've loved over the years. His name is Ram Das. And Ram Das said, when you think that you are enlightened, go back home and spend time with your parents. And I've truly found that to be a great lesson um, because I can go for a stretch of time and feel like, wow, I, I feel great. I, I think like I am stepping into this next phase of my life where I don't deal with these old habit patterns anymore. But then sure enough, when I do spend time with my mom, for example, there are certain things my mom flares up in me that become triggered in me. Um, one example is this feeling that this pressure that um, I'm not a real adult until I have a nine to five job or I'm not a real adult until I'm making consistent money. I have like a solid, consistent source of income. Uh, and so because that's a sensitive topic for me, something I'm thinking about all the time, I often get very defensive with my mom. And so right there, that's something that there's something being illuminated. And it'll even stretch into like feeling condescended to. Um, I feel condescended that you don't think I'm like a real adult that I can take care of myself. And so similarly, um, I'm here with my partner, Lavina, traveling together. And I find that Lavina triggers me quite a bit. And we've, we've had some flares and a lot of those flares ha have to do with um, comparing myself to Lavina. Um, I find myself sometimes thinking, like if, if we are in, say we're at a party together and uh, I go off and I'm talking with someone, I sometimes find myself thinking, like I, I wonder what Lavina's doing right now. Who is Lavina talking to? And then I, th I think like, oh, I wonder if Lavina is having like a deeper, richer, more enjoyable experience than me. So there's feelings of, of jealousy sometimes. Um, and then there can also just be disagreement around what we want to do. Like we're traveling together. You want to do this. I want to do this. All right, we're disagreeing. And and there's there can be frustration in that. Um, so... I really have come to, to see these moments of stress, these moments of challenge, these moments of trigger and flare. These actually are gifts. They really are. I'm, I'm just going to say that again. They're gifts. And it's hard. It can be hard to imagine. Like, why would a moment of stress be a gift? But it's a gift in so much as 
it's illuminating an area for growth that if I can, one, notice a thought pattern playing out as this experience presents itself to me, this challenge presents itself. I can notice a habit pattern of like, oh, wow, I feel insecure about my own experience, my own social experience. And so I compare my own social experience to that of my partner. And then I, feelings of jealousy come up. So just me noticing that story playing out or, no, or noticing the story of like, oh, I guess I feel insecure about not having consistent income. And so when my mom expresses this pressure that I, in order to be a real adult, I need consistent income. Like, I don't even necessarily agree with that. I, I don't think that's true to be, I don't even know what it means to be a real adult, but I guess to be someone who can take care of themselves and move through this world without depending on others, maybe that's a good definition for like becoming an adult. Um, I've been able to survive and actually thrive uh, without having that consistent income. I've sort of just been living in the gig economy, having like little jobs here and there. And that's worked for me. It's allowed me the freedom to travel. It's allowed me the freedom to like really explore what it is I want to do. Because I've known that if I enter into a nine to five, I, I will just, I'll get so sick of it so quick. I just know that about myself. So, so anyway, I'm illuminating these, I'm, I'm noticing these stories. I'm aware of these stories. And that has come, I would say, through a meditation practice. I'm definitely just going to plug meditation. It's a practice in awareness, like heightening awareness. And so noticing all of my internal dynamics, noticing when I go from presence to being in my head, noticing how my body is feeling in each moment, like, oh, I'm carrying tension in my shoulders right now. I haven't taken a deep breath in an hour. So it's really just being aware of what's present, noticing, acknowledging. Because from there, then I can, then I can begin to resolve or change these habit patterns. So I can begin to, I can begin to say, okay, I don't really want to feel this insecurity about my social experience. I don't want to feel this insecurity about, um, my ability to thrive in this world, to interact with society in a positive way, to contribute to society in a positive way. I want to feel like I'm contributing. I want to feel confident and secure as I'm interacting with people. I want to feel present with people. So these are all intentions. The intentions are really powerful. Um, and then, so then it can lead into 
questions about how do intentions actualize? And <clears throat> some of us may be familiar with a line of thinking that is, well, we manifest our reality, we create our reality. And I'll share a story that I think touches upon this nicely. There's a man in a house in a town that is flooding, it's raining, pouring, and a, a cop car drives up to the man's house and says, hop in, we're, we're evacuating the city. And the man says, no, I'm staying here, God will take care of me. And the, the cop drives away and the water continues to rise and the man moves up to the second floor. And a boat comes and, and the man in the boat says, all right, come on, jump in. We're evacuating. And the man says, no, no, God will take care of me. And the boat man shakes his head and drives away. And the helicopter and the pilot shouts out, says, come on, come to safety. We're going to get you out of here. And the man says, no, no, God will take care of me. And so sure enough, the water rises and the man drowns. And he's lucky enough to end up at the pearly gates talking to God. And says, God, what, what happened? What, why'd you let me die? And God says, I sent you the cop, the boat, and the helicopter. So these intentions... To me, I, I interact with these intentions as a conversation with the universe or with God. I'm, I'm calling out to God. And then I'm looking for I'm looking for the opportunities. I'm looking for where the river wants to take me. And so the river led me here to Guatemala. And I questioned it. I thought, what the heck? Like, I need to be in Philadelphia. That's where my work is. But it's led me here. I'm in Guatemala, and and I need to I need to feel good about being here. I need to feel that this is where I need to be. And as I'm navigating these triggers and flares with my partner, I'm navigating the triggers and flares with the person I'm working with in the kitchen. I'm I'm coming to realize, all right, Harry, this is like, this is the personal work. These are the things that you need to work on in order to be the the best person for the job, the job that, that I'm envisioning for myself. And I think that's the power of ceremony. So maybe that's maybe that's a theme for today, is like the power of ceremony in really tuning into an intention and calling in those opportunities to present themselves. Um, that's, what, that's what this is about now. That's what this time is about. I think that's it for now. Um, just want to give a shout out to an old friend, Ross Rubinchuk, reached out to me and said he's really appreciating this podcast, that I'm sharing my thoughts publicly. And that means a lot to me. So thank you, Ross. And to any of you listeners, if you want to reach out, um, 
I appreciate any and all feedback. If you'd like to offer support, or if you'd like to say that something I'm I'm saying is flaring you or triggering you, or you'd like to hear about some certain topic for me to weave in something else, maybe I'm missing something as I'm talking about these things. I appreciate all communication. Really, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Adios and peace.